Hayoyim Yoyim Tes Shvat, the ninth day of Shvat. Today's Ed of Yud Shvat, the yard side of the Friyadik Rebbe. Previous Lubavitch Rebbe, Rabbi Yisav Yitzchok. And uh, actually, the previous Rebbe gave out a Mimer in honor of the day of his passing. Obviously, with tremendous divine providence. And the Rebbe read the meaning of the entire purpose of the generation and, and, and of life and the, and the mission statement and the tzavah and everything in that Mimer. But there's actually a reason why he gave it a Mimer for that day. It ended up being the passed away on Shabbos morning, Parshas Peshalach. Um, the reason he gave a Mimer was because it was actually the yard side of his grandmother. Yud Shvat is also the grand, yard side of his grandmother who had a huge, tremendous effect on the freedom of his life. He passed away when she, when she was 34 years old. And she told him thousands of stories, hundreds, maybe even thousands of stories. And really uh, one of the greatest influences on the Friedrich Rebbe, which uh, tells you a lot. Rebbe Tzarifka, the wife of the Rebbe Maharash. So the, uh, when the Rebbe, so he talks about the following, something relevant to the yard site. It's interesting that the Hayyam Yayim, relevant to the yard site, he put today. I guess because tonight begins the yard site, maybe. Um, so you really have to have the information by the nighttime in general. But also, it ended up being divine providence because tomorrow is about a totally different topic, relevant to the more central issue of Yitzvat, so to speak, which is, of course, the passing of the Friedrich Rebbe and the and the acceptance of the mantle of leadership of the Jewish people by the Rebbe, and we'll see what tomorrow's Hayyim is about, and whether we could uh, find the meaning about that. Um, so, says the Rebbe, Kishasim Amur Maharash Rashab Hashas Bhamashlishas Amarmaim Radach Vitaikni Mauhadrin. When the Rebbe Rashab finished Shas for the third time, he said over a Maimer, Discussing what exactly is the meaning of a hadrin. Right? A hadrin is basically a siyam. So, what's the meaning of a siyam? Literally, I believe hadrin means to return. And I think it comes from the expression, I might be wrong, in the end of uh, finishing a masakhta, we say, hadrin, Allah, we're going to come back to you. We're going to come back to you. Right? Because uh, in Judaism, you're just getting started. You have a relationship with the masakhta. Those of you who do daf yemi, you develop, right? everyone's learning now, for example, Masechta Megillah. Right? Now you have a relationship with Masechta Megillah. So once you have a relationship with Masechta Megillah, you can't just let go of that relationship. So the moment you finish, you say, we're not done. We've got to start right from the beginning, from scratch, because we realize that we didn't even begin to understand anything. And in Dafyemi, it's not hard to come to that realization that you don't understand anything. But in any event... The point is, you make a hadrin, you go right back to the beginning, and you see, and you delve into it. So when he finished Shas for the third time, he explained, which is of course a chazaka, he explained, what is a hadrin? The, uh, fine. Then, now, in the year of Avelos, after his mother passed away, the Rebbe Rashab, what he did was, you know, there's a custom to, to finish the Mishnayis, so he actually made a siyam on the entire 60 plus tractates of the Mishnayis in the end of the 11th month period of the end of Kaddish which there is a custom but typically it's divided between people but the Rebbe Rashab did it on his own which of course is the most amazing thing to do um, apparently for the description as it's described how he did it was every day he used to learn the Mishnayis 
in general, his way of doing it every day, I don't even think just the year of the morning, um, every day after davening, he learned the chapter of Mishnayis. So he went through three chapters of Mishnayis a day, because after Shachris, Mincha, and Mayrib. And the way he used to learn is you could hear him mumbling, you could hear his voice, but you couldn't hear the words precisely, but you could hear the sound, you know, the tone of his voice. And what he did was, he learned the last Mishnah on the day of, he finished Kaddish for his mother, the Rebbe Dashab, um, he finished it out loud. You could hear his words clearly, and he, as he was learning it out loud, and he read it with the commentaries of the Rav, Rabbi Ibadil Bartanura, and with the Taisvis Yomtif, which perhaps is a lesson to us, that these are the commentaries that we should be learning. Right? Those are the ones printed on the sides of the Mishnah. They're printed there for a reason. And then he said a Maimer for 20 minutes, and uh, that was that. So he went through the Shas in the 11th month, and then for the Yartzad, he finished Shas, meaning... Not the Mishnah, Shas. He went through the entire Talmud, basically, in the year of his mother's passing. Twelve month period, he went through the entire Shas. Which, uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing, because, like... It's not interesting, but, it, but it's, it's, it's just... Apparently, the Rebbe Rashab, previously previous times, went through Shas much more in depth. Um, because when he was a Rebbe, he was finishing Shas for the third time. I mean, right? But now, all of a sudden, it comes to his mother's yard side, he went through the entire Shas in one year. Right? So, of course, one could go through Shas every year. I heard that, that Meisha Feinstein actually finished Shas every year. He woke up in the morning, 4, four o'clock, 4.30 a.m., and by Shachris, he finished seven and a half block Gemara. He devoted those early morning three and a half hours to going through seven and a half block Gemara. And, that, and you finish, you do that every single day, you finish in a year. Uh, that's why Dafiyami takes seven and a half years, but and and there's a whole letter of the of the Rablevik, Rablevitz, the Rebbe's father, to him explaining that Rebbe before he wrote Shulchan Aruch went through Shas sixteen times. The Shagasariya before writing his Sefer he went through Shas. I forgot if it was five hundred or six hundred times. I believe it was five hundred times he went through. So the, the, the Rebbe's father explains to him how the sixteen times of the Alter Rebbe is greater than the five hundred times of the Shagasariya. A whole letter according to Kabbalah explaining the significance of 16 and the significance of 500 and the whole thing. So here also, everything has tremendous significance. The Rebbe Rashab went through Shas three times. And he said a mimer explaining, Ersh explaining what is a Hadrin, what it means to make a Siyam. But then, of course, the, for the Siyam, for the Avelis of his mother, he went through Shas in one year. What is the lesson to each and every one of us? The lesson is clear. The lesson is, hit the books, know that you're Ignorant that in itself is a tremendous thing to take to heart and uh, see if you could uh, somehow learn Mishnayis, learn Gemara, join the Kailal, and uh, wake up and smell the coffee, and we're all going to connect with the Ribbani Shalalam. Everybody have a great day.